0: Good evening everyone. It's Odette Rishti here. SYNYradio.com. And it's always 8 p.m. Thursday nights is my show, The Untangled Date for Clarity and Success. Um I'm a matchmaker and I give advice a lot to singles and their parents and Anybody who is helping out singles and wants some advice um, happen to be doing that a lot lately. So, um, topic tonight is singles events. And um, I got the idea for the topic because there's a singles event in the Syrian community coming up next week. There's a singles event in Montreal in it's I guess the Sephardic community in Montreal coming up in December, I believe. And, um, I just, just thought about those singles who I've done a lot of singles events for our community, some in Brooklyn, some in deal, all different kinds of venues, restaurants, um, the old Circa restaurant on Avenue J or um, on the beach in deal new jersey we did a lot of different events share zion congregation ocean parkway and i'm here to tell you that every one of the events that sephardic matchmaking did all those years that we used to run events um we did at least four a year i would say or more every single one of those events had a marriage Um, If the person didn't meet, you know, if the couple didn't meet at the event itself, there was matchmakers walking around, and that single person who ventured out to that event, albeit very hesitantly, came to the event cringing, they didn't really want to go, they met the matchmaker for the first time, and then later, they thought of someone for them, or... Um I did one of those like that. Um I did a few that came from the events. And um for sure there were people who saw somebody at the event and then walked over to me after at the event or after and said, you know that girl that was wearing this color or that thing, I wanna go out with her. And I set it up after the event. Um, I'm not going to say that's easy. That's the reason why I'm talking about this show tonight, this topic uh, at the show tonight. It's not easy to go to a singles event. In fact, once the sign or the Instagram post or whatever invitation says singles only, you know that you're walking into a place because it's a singles event and you're one, you're a person that's single and it's hurtful and it's painful and I feel it. And the reason why I do what I do is because as po- much as possible to understand what you're going through and stand in your shoes and feel it, I do that. And that's really why I care. I'm apologizing for my hoarse voice tonight, but I've been coaching people. All week this week. Literally talking, matchmaking, and dating all week this week. Whether it was problems with, you know, how we're going to get more people to match or with the matchmakers talking or with the singles talking. I've been talking, dating, and all week. Um, you guys are really important to me. And... um. I'm here to say that matchmaking is not an easy process. Dating is not an easy process. Finding the right one could really be easy. And I feel like a lot of times I'm meeting people and there's some things in the way that's stopping the process. A lot of times people think I'm not meeting anybody. But a lot of times we are setting up people over and over again and they're getting dates. They may not feel like it's what they want or they're they're just hesitant and nervous and uh, and nervous about getting married or feeling like there's more people out there. Maybe I could get better. That's never going to get us down the aisle. Of course, on the date, you have to feel attracted to the person, and feel connection to the person, but a lot of the hesitations cause us to never look at the quality of what's in front of us, and then knock it down the aisle. So, someone walked into my store this week. No one was in the store at that time. Just me and a couple of workers, Elliot in the back, and she said something to me like, I had a matchmaking question. I said, I really, she says, I wanted you to meet someone I know. And I said, I really don't do this in the store. But I said, you could start telling me a little bit. And she started. And she said it's somebody she met and doesn't know the person very well. And he's been dating. Um, and um, she thinks he really broke up with someone he really liked and she wanted me to set him up with someone else. And I said, wait, let's, let's hear about who he really liked. She gave me the story and it was like, everything was going well. They dated for six months, but then he got nervous and decided let's take a break for six weeks. And the girl decided, okay, she had no choice, but, um, the the break, just to take the break when everything was fine. And he describes to her, the person that's explaining it to me, that there was really nothing wrong. They were getting along. Nothing went wrong. Everything was going right. She might've been a little different religious than him, but not major discrepancies in religious levels. Both were understanding about each other's levels. It never came to Um, becoming complicated or uneasy. They were both very comfortable and happy. And they just took a break. So I said to her, how is he feeling now? He really wants to see her again. I said, so then he doesn't need a date from me. He needs to finalize his thoughts about this person and make it happen or go the next mile and see where it goes. But to totally disconnect at the age of in mid 30 range when everything was going fine and you can't find a problem and your feelings are still saying i wish i was still with her that seems to me with my 23 years of experience and the rest of thank god the years that i've been on this earth but 23 years of experience in matchmaking and my own life i think that To me that just tells me he has cold feet to jump into it and he's looking for a problem So when everything is fine and then you walk away and you still want that person what'd you do to yourself six months at four months he should have known and if he didn't think so at four months he shouldn't have continued and hurt somebody we got to really be knowing that someone else's life is in our hands when we're dating, and that's how I feel when I'm setting people up. Someone's life is in my hands. I'm responsible, so how I say things, what comes out of my mouth, the information, make sure it's as true as possible, make sure it's true, and then make sure, verify, and then always say the truth. Um... You know, we could be confused, and we could see 50 people at a singles event and say, there's no one here for me, just because being here makes me upset. The fact that I need to be here makes me upset, so I'm not going to look at all these people. I'm just going to come, fold my arms, stand in a corner, and be mad I came, or you won't see that. I won't be mad. My arms won't be folded. I won't stand in a corner, but the self-talk that's going on in my head is What am I doing here? Why am I here? Why am I here? At at best, you could meet somebody. At least, you could meet a matchmaker that could really look for your benefit and work that you click with and work to find you someone. Um, Singles events are hard. And we get requests for us to do them all the time. And at the same time, um, we get requests for them to be done by parents. And especially the older singles and some of the younger singles, they're asking for it. And yet, the second we decide we're making one and we announce one, sign up. Because we need sign up. We can't just go and get speakers and, you know, rent a hall and put out food and then no one shows up. We need sign-up. When sign-up is bleak and sign-up is weak, you you know, the matchmakers are working for you. you got to grab your friends and quickly call and make everybody feel like going and saying we're going to make the best of it and let's go with smiles on and, you know, let's get dressed up, let's make it an evening out. Um... If a rabbi is going to speak, at the very least, you're hearing a class, especially for you. Maybe 10 sentences, maybe one sentence, the rabbi says, will touch you and make you a new person. And Hashem really, really sometimes waits for that light bulb to go off in your head. If you would hear a sentence of Torah or common sense that's derivative from Torah, that makes you a changed person. And that changed person gets new mazal. You start on a different path. Your mindset is different. And your blessing it, it, that was there for you starts to unleash. It starts to come down. Sometimes we're the ones holding back our beracha. Where is our pleasant outlook? Where is our simcha? Where is our Smiley countenance on our face. Where is that? I know Hashem could do anything. I'm gonna do my hichtarlo. There's so many people willing to help singles, especially now. Like in the last few months, in the Syrian community, really everyone is rolling up their sleeves for singles. I'm following 10K Bate Israel on Instagram. They're a Jewish organization that started out by a tragedy in the Ashkenaz community, which is our own community, which the tragedy at the time when it happened, I had a very hard time sleeping. I, I, and if you go, you could read it online, 10 kbates But if you follow them on Instagram, you'll hear all about it. They're trying to help singles every which way they can. There's so many organizations trying to match singles, doing what they can, begging Hashem, praying to Helim, doing different things for singles to find their spouse. Your People are looking for each other. Your other half is for sure looking for you. Are you in the right place to be found? I'm not saying just singles events is the right place. But the right place is wherever you go putting your best foot forward, believing in Hashem, believing you could do it, fixing yourself every which way, mentally, physically, doing anything you can to be the best that you could be. Um, A Rebbiton recently told me a story. She had a brother who wasn't exactly, wasn't off the derech in any way. He was you know, becoming a worker instead of a learner when most of the people in his family were learners. Instead of wearing a white shirt, like everybody in his family only wore white shirts, he was wearing a striped shirt. Instead of, you know, doing what his whole family was doing every day, Colell and whatever, he was went to work and maybe did different things, played ball or whatever. And he was having a hard time finding she do, but he wanted one. And he wanted a religious girl. And she told me that her mother was having a hard time. With this son. Finding him a spouse. And there were so many girls that wanted. But it wasn't matching. And he said. You know. I, I, I want the girls to take me. The way I am. So what? I don't pray every day. So what? I don't pray with a minyan every day. I'm still Shomer Shabbat, I'm Shomer Torah o Mitzvot. I'm working so hard on myself. I'm just a little less than doing all the right things the way you do every day, but I'm doing everything. I I didn't go off the derech in any way. In fact, I'm so honest. I have good friends. I'm I'm doing all the right things. I help mommy in the house. I do chesed. I'm visiting the old. I'm helping in an orphanage. I'm doing all these things. I bet you some people in Coelho don't do what I do. And his sister took him on the side in order to help her mother, who was so stressed. She took him on the side and she said, listen, what if a girl didn't come on the date with makeup? What if the girl didn't come on the date dressed up? What if the girl before the date was saying, no, no, to her mother, I don't wear makeup on the date. And I don't have to get so dressed up on my, my best clothes because... You know, I want the guy to take me natural, the way I am. To know me the way I really am. I want him to like me the way Hashem made me, without makeup, the way I am. Like, take me for who I am. Take me for the real me, not a Barbie doll. And, of course, we all know that that style doesn't work. Of course, we want our husbands to see us, the real us. We want our person that's dating us to know the real us, not hide anything. But we do have to put our best foot forward. And when she presented it this way to her brother, she said, you know, you want to wear your striped shirt, but you're not getting that kind of girl if you wear your striped shirt. We're not asking you to be something you're not. But in that that family, it was a step down in that the whole family was rabbis. The father was a rabbi. All the sisters married rabbis. The brothers were rabbis. It looked to them, to the girls, that if you come from this family and you're not doing these things, then you must not be on the right road. And so she told her brother, you're not putting your best foot forward and if it it came to the girl and she said but i wanted to know the real me i want the guy to know the real me and say why didn't she wear some makeup on the date so it's okay for you to step it up also we want to step it up we want to do be the best that we could be and sometimes five years have gone by and singles haven't reached out to matchmakers six years have gone by ten years have gone by and you haven't reached out and you said, no, everyone forgot about me. There's a lot of people to take care of. Maybe I didn't forget about you. Maybe you just haven't reached out. How do I know you're not dating somebody? How do I know you're not interested? And if you're not calling, maybe you really aren't interested. If you need me to talk to and bring you back into it, call. Call a Shan Khan. Tell them you're still there. Put on your best personality. Be as honest as you could be. I've matched up those people, the ones that I've made matches for, are the ones who've been so raw with me, and close to me, and clear with me, and open with me. Those ones that I really got to know, that's my style. Those are the ones I've been able to make matches for. So, Baruch Hashem, I have over 30-something matches in the community. I really lost count. I hate making a list. By the time I get to the bottom, I know I'm missing people. And But I'm very proud of what I've done. And it's very rewarding. And it only came about by my connections to people in the community who I love. And then they turned me into a matchmaker once I made a match. I cared. And I did it the best way I saw fit. And every other matchmaker is doing the same thing. No course we've taken. Just a lot of Hatzlacha. A lot of um, B'racha from Shemayim. Uh, I, you know... Hashem is doing all the things that happen to make a match. He makes me turn this way, call that way, turn the light bulb that goes off of my head, this one for that one. It's all Hashem. So if I'm doing Hishatlu, saying to Hashem, I don't know if I'll ever make another match, but I'm willing to give you the time, singles, the time. I'm willing to work with Hashem, whether you let me make another match or not, and Hashem, because I know you're really doing the rest, I'm willing to put in the time. The singles, if I'm willing to do that, kavachomer, the singles have to be willing to unearth, to dig deep, to figure it out. And even if you're not sure, make a phone call to your closest person that you're able to be raw with and ask them what you should do. And if it's to go to this singles event and walk in, all made up like you haven't been dressed up before. A different way, completely. Not the way you go to work. Not the way you go to school. Just go get your makeup done. Look really good. And listen to the class and expect nothing. Have no expectations. Go with a smile and a little tefillah. Hashem, I'm doing my hishnabu. It's really up to you. I'm going to go. And I know that, you know what, just walking in the door doesn't mean that I'm going to get a match. I know that I may have to connect with a matchmaker or look around the room. Even if I'm a girl, look around the room at the guys. Look around the room at the girls and try to see if there's someone I'm interested in. And if I need to go between, tell the matchmaker, make a note, do it after, call them later, do what I have to do to find the right one. There's no reason to have pain. Of thinking that you're going to be alone. Unless you really just want to be alone. I know it's painful. And I know no one who's listening to the show really wants to be alone. And no one really wants to be alone. Most people want to be with someone. But we have to shed our pride. And then do anything that comes our way with the title. I want to help singles. Go for it jump in ask for help those singles that said to me no i know that this didn't go right and that didn't go right before but i really want you to help me odette those people i match them they're married today and you know what right before that things seemed bleak to them and now they're very 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 happy and i see it and i see them and i talk to them and i'm very proud of all my singles that got married and I'm also very proud of my singles who are still single. I see you, professionals, going to work, getting great at all the things that you do in your life. You, you do so many different things. You've gotten so good at so much. And yet we know that you want to get good at being a wife or a husband. And the only way to do that is to find the right one. And I'm looking to help you. And um, I'm not sure if I'll be at that singles event this week. Um, thinking about it, but if anybody has questions, please message me at it's all a gift on Instagram. If you have my phone number, please WhatsApp me or text me. I welcome it. And if anybody's parents have questions, I welcome it. Um, there's other matchmakers I can connect you to. I'm not the only one, and um, we really. Um, On the bandwagon for singles in the community, so much is happening weekly. Rabbis are meeting with us. More matchmakers are coming out of the woodwork. More matchmakers are bringing in new people, more guys. Yes, we're looking for guys because we feel like we know there's not a shortage. We know they're out there, Um, but they don't always come to matchmakers, certain age groups or certain religious levels, but they're there. And we're gonna work on it. We're working on it. And Hashem's gonna do the rest. I have to run, because I have to run to a Shahaberachot, not to a match that I made, but one that I'm very close to. I'm very happy about. And um again, I'm giving this class Louis my sister, my beloved sister Marilyn Shahibar, Mazal Bath Adela, who I know is looking down on me. She made matches herself. And she was the first person to get me um, involved in helping the community and doing anything I can for anybody. And the Hashem, um, her and Ishmael should have Aliyah. And this year should be a better one for everyone who's looking for a refu'ah. And for anyone who wants to find their spouse, we're pushing for you, we're rooting for you root for yourself and get out there and come out to us and meet us because we're looking for you so we can help you have a great evening